Just a friendly reminder that the opinions expressed on this show are not worth a Canadian penny, so disregard anything you hear that might get anyone in trouble. And despite some of the great ideas you may hear, don't try them at home. Go to friend's house instead. Welcome to Slamfire Radio. This is episode 433 for December 2nd, 2021. I'm one of your hosts, Adriel. I'm another host, Kyle. I'm another host, Mo. And I'm the last host, Kelly. All Hello. the hosts, all the time. What's going here? All the hosts with the most. Hosts? Mm-hmm. The hosts mm-hmm. with the most is? Something like that. How's you guys Black Friday? Eh, is a- your credit card like hot? Untouchable or like what what temperature would you rate it as? It's Sub-zero. <laughs> Cut up. Ash, ashes, ashes. I was actually very good this year. That's good. Yeah, me too. Me too. I just took little items. Hey. I was really good up until like the weekend. I was like, oh really? I keep I kept I kept seeing things and I was like, oh <laughs> you could not see them? No. No. Tempting. Do you know uh, what today is? Oh, December second, two thousand and twenty-one. It's a palindrome. Just saying, for geeks and nerds like us. Anyways, mm-hmm. <laughs> whatever. Okay, move on. Uh, okay. <laughs> Not by the Canadian date format, though. Okay, the Canadian <laughs> date format. The American one or the world one? I think that it's the world one because it's a year. Month, month day day for that to work yeah hmm hmm anyways right. anyways <laughs> what we get into uh what we did with guns what we did oh. with guns is brought to you by the calgary shooting center canada's premier firearms retailer uh they are now a full line gray birch retailer so um uh-huh. if you want a fancy 1022 with carbon fiber stuff and aluminum stuff and adjustable skeletonized whatnot, uh, check out the Calgary shooting center. Sweet. Uh, I'll start this week with uh, Kelly. Okay. Uh, why don't I actually put down my phone as from stop sharing and <sighs> pull up the show notes. All right. So I went to FRPC, which is the, uh, which is my local range, which is Frontenac. Uh, we had range orientation all last weekend, and I helped out at that. And I'm going to be doing it again this weekend. I, I have uh, somebody. I'm seeing somebody tomorrow. Actually, not somebody. It's a plural tomorrow, and then after straight after work, and then I'm going to go home, and I'm going to go out on Saturday and do the exact same thing with a couple more people, and then I'm going to go and do it on Sunday as well with a couple more people as well. So we're getting some people in, and these are all new members. But remember. I've talked to you guys about we have to do probation shoots. So I'm putting them through their probation shoots. And uh, the really weird thing is that a couple of them, well, yeah, they have so much more experience than I do shooting. And um, I've already done courses with them and everything. So I think I'm going to sign off on them on Saturday. They're not going to have to do any more probationary shoots. Were they doing like trick shots where they're like, here, throw this quarter in the air. From the yep. hip and just nail it. Yeah. 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 All right. You're probably good. One more probationary shoot. Left so, I got this apple. You see the, the mirror yeah. over your shoulder with the mirror. <laughs> oh, nice. Ta-da. Um, one of the guys he attended a maple seed and he got his work one patch, and he also runs the base range here too. And then he's also with JTF. So, anyways, so we had him on the rifle range and got him to shoot down range and uh he said, yeah, I hope that I actually did really well, because if not, I'm going to have to give Kelly back her maple seed patch. And I said, yeah, you will. <laughs> uh, so he did okay. Uh, so I'll be seeing him on Saturday, too. And I told him already that I'm, he's not going to have to do any more probationary shoots. Um, what else? Oh, I took a friend to the range, too. She uh, she got a GSG uh, 16. It came out of the box. And uh, <laughs> so nice. she, said, she said she was... Um, she went out to SFRC, which is our favorite store, one of them, anyways. 
Uh, she decided she was going to get a couple of rifles and she looked for some recommendations. They said the GSJ-16 was, was great for blinking. And uh, so, yeah, so she picked that up and she's waiting for another one to come in, but she needed to have the red dot mounted to it. And she didn't know how to do that. And she also had, uh, she had a, a strike eagle as well. And I'm going, yeah, we're not going to put that on the uh, GSG. Anyways. Um, so uh, I helped her mount that. And then I, we cleaned it uh, as well. And then we put some rounds through it and then I helped her. I helped her with her stance and everything. And she was super excited about it. She, uh, She's a nice little point. Was she trying to put on? Did you see a strike eagle? Yeah. So aren't you supposed to get like twice as expensive as an optic as, <laughs> as your rifle? <laughs> oh, and the rules. Come on. Uh, is it like a five another... to twenty-five or something? Yeah. No, she's got, she's got another um she's got another rifle coming. Uh, I'm not sure what it is. I have no idea what it is. I think it's maybe a WK. I'm not sure, but anyway. So huh. she just wanted a twenty-two and something chambered in uh, either 223 or 5.56. Five, I don't know. I'm not sure what she actually ordered, but I said, we'll put the, um, we'll put the uh, scope on your other rifle that's coming in, but we'll put the red dot on, on the GSD. So she had a, so she got an impromptu lesson on one, how to mount a red dot. And then she also got an impromptu lesson on basically uh, how to do MOA and, calculate your angle and everything like that so it was it was done in the car reason was because it was freaking cold and <laughs> uh, and uh and that so but we had a great time so uh the other thing also just wanted everybody to know is that in case you didn't hear it or not the calendar it's out thank god a year's worth of work and this calendar is probably the best thing that's ever came out of the ccfr other than tracy wilson and rod Galtaka. like seriously this is awesome um, I'm going to actually, well, I have it here. So Adriel, when you put out the show notes, can you please add it to it? Just go to firearms rights, uh, go to their store and it's the first thing on the page as well. And also why don't you pick up some swag too? Because if you pick up the swag, then you can cover some of the shipping and then you can also help CCFR as well, because a lot of that stuff, uh, it, it's basically fundraising. So go and do that. So working really hard on that. We have some uh, Gunny Girl signings that are coming up, and I put that in this uh, event section. So we can talk about that in a few minutes. And that's about it. Mo, what about you? Uh, since I wasn't on last week, I want to go back uh, two weekends to talk about a match in Ottawa. It was at the RA Center, which is like a um, community center slash sports center and uh, when i say ottawa it's actually in ottawa it's not in some like you know suburb or small town near it it's like uh, what a kilometer from carlton university it's pretty close and um so you go in there there's you don't really know where the range is because there's signs to tell you where the the curly rink is the archery rink uh the gym everything but the, of course the gun range is is very secretive so I didn't know where I was going. Uh, I found a guy that was working there, and he showed me. He was actually so nice. He took me right to the, it. Was in the basement. Um, it's one range, but it's pretty wide, and uh, it was a pretty cool match. Um, I was in what I would call this a super squad. Not that I'm super squad worthy, but um, uh, Remy Doucet, who's uh, who finished, I guess, in the nationals near right at the top for, for standard division. He, it was his match. He was the director and match director. And, uh, and he was in the squad. Alexander Berda was in the squad, as you guys know, top mm -hmm. like production shooter. And then there's a couple of like young guys that I've seen these guys shoot. Like they haven't been to a nationals yet. Cause I guess the last two were canceled. Right. Uh, but I'm sure they will be there. Cause these guys, you can see if they like, if they keep working at their shooting game, they're going to be, they're going to be so there. That was, too. that was your squad. That was nice. So, that's an I, awesome <laughs> so it was a super squatted me. And then and then even the other guys that, that I didn't mention, they're like all good shooters that I've I've seen. And it was a good group of guys. And then what made it interesting was um, like I said, it was one range, uh, five stages. The first two were set up uh front to like back to back, and they were they were short stages, and then for the last the third, fourth, and fifth. They they pretty much used the whole space that like all the width and everything, and they they just uh, kept moving stuff around 
Like yeah. it was like a it was like a theater play where they just like they it was uh, Remy and his like his people and they were just moving. They had uh, like the shooting boxes on wheels and they just moved everything around and it was like really well done. And so you managed to do like three pretty big stages indoors with lots of like movement, lots of running around That's and stuff. Good. So yeah, it made it really fun. Um, and like I said, it was a good group and it was actually awesome to see those guys shoot too, right? The way they prepare and stuff and the effort mm. they put in. And, uh, yeah, so that was two weekends ago. And then it was actually cool to walk into a community center and there I am with my gun bag and people are going in there with their gym bags and, you know, like regular, you know, community center yeah. stuff. And, um, so there was that. And then last weekend was at the CTM match in Montreal. How'd that go? Uh, less, less than good. So here's my story on it. Okay. Um, <laughs> they, and it's my home range and I like the people there and everything. And I liked, I liked the, the way they set up the stages, but the thing they did was, um, they set up four person squads where they would do that four person squads every hour. And I didn't really care for, for a four person squad because, and then what they did is too, so they had two stages in their, their pistol range and two stages in their rifle range. And they also uh, they didn't they didn't have all four shooters go through one stage and then all four shooters go through the next stage. They alternated them again. So really, I shot. I was the first shooter on the first stage. I shot. I reloaded my mags. It was a, it was a thirty two rounder. So by the time I reloaded my mags, I patched once and then I was already shooting oh. the next stage. Mm. And I was a little flustered because I I like to like. Because I even see like the super squad guys, I like to prepare and and think it out and and have it like completely in my head. And then not that it's super these these stages are super complicated, but I like to have it in my head. And and I knew that I hadn't counted out all the rounds for that second stage. Like I knew I was missing a target. And sure enough, as soon as I was finished, um, one of the guys that was standing there, he wasn't even shooting. He's like, he gives me a look and he's like, you know, you engage a target. And I kind of bothered me. Not that he said that, it just kind of bothered me. So then I went to go talk to the RO and then I'm not, I'm not super proud of this because I'm usually a good citizen when it comes to these matches, but I kind of like said to him, you know, like, I don't really care for this, like the four person squad. And then he said something that really triggered me because he, he gave the COVID excuse. Well, you know, it's COVID. And I'm like, COVID, I'm like, I've gone and shot at so many indoor matches in two provinces and no one else is doing four-person squads. I said I was in Ottawa last weekend, and we had an eleven-person squad, and that was indoors in a, in a basically a government building. Okay, and so that kind of and then I was like, I got kind of heated, and and I feel bad because I, I was told he's a nice guy and everything, but I just it bothered me. And then then the rest of the last two stages, I was already like, and I did horrible. And then to add to the story, I had switched to production from production optics because I just wanted to shoot production again. And that didn't go well. So, anyways, so that uh, so two different matches and two different results. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I really I don't know if you guys have experienced any like squads that small, but I just thought it's yeah. just yeah yeah we we had some at uh, at Chaz here. We we ran some like split squads and we had some like four person squads every once in a while. It's fast. Like you, you don't, it's, you don't really have a lot of room to, uh, to think you got to like move, move, move. But, uh, I don't know. I kind of like it because it's just, it's fast. It's fast. Yeah. It's, but you it's don't get to close, prepare. It's as close to, to like get on the stage, look at the stage, get a stage plan, shoot it, reload next stage. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. And don't yeah. be offended. But to me, it's like the drive through experience of Ipsic. Like I want to, mm. I want to go there and I'm not saying I'm going there for social hour, but I'd like to like be there for a bit and, and watch people shoot and prepare for myself. But I feel like it's like shooting, patching, shooting again, done. And it was just so like, did you get a stage briefing? Yeah. Yeah. They, they did. And they, I'm not, they did. And they gave us enough time for both. I just, then that's your problem patch too with four four person squads and you had to patch there's no work and shoot squad there's four people per yeah. squad period yeah patch oh yeah. that would be hard that yeah. would be hard because you would be stuck uh like bomb up your mags patch once maybe and then you're on deck uh, but that, and that's exactly <laughs> that's what exactly i said I, yeah. it was a 32 mm -hmm. rounder and I, I basically had to fill up four mags and then i went and patched once and this is an indoor match where 
there's no forward movement. So they have to be creative with, there's a little bit more steel. There's a little bit more like, you know, intricate targets because, you know, just to make it fun or else without mm-hmm. the forward movement, you know, it's limited. So then mm-hmm. even the patching takes the takes time too. Right. And that's why I said, I cool. patched once and then I'm, I'm next. I'm already, I'm not on that's deck. Tough. I'm yeah. already shooting. And it's yeah. like, Wait, uh, I was going to say similarly, if you're only patching once, that means everyone else on your squad is only patching once, which means you're the only one out there resetting. I, that that is just baffling to me for, for that yeah. small of a yeah, squad. It's, like, it's we, absolutely baffling. When we ran four person squads at Chaz, is because we, we were running a shoot and a reset squad. So one squad yeah. was resetting, like four guys are all resetting yeah. and it's nice and quick and optimal. But like four people to shoot and reset is uh Yeah, it's crazy. You got you got shooter on deck, a guy reloading his bags and patcher. Patcher. Like, yeah. And then and then and then they and then they're splitting them. And that's the thing is I think if they had run all four shooters at one stage and then now let's do the stage two and then all four shooters, okay, would be a little bit better. But I just think it's just too did they sell out or, or was it like a, a low no, attendance no. thing? Or? Yeah. But that's happening in all unfortunately that's happening at all the Quebec matches where there's uh they're struggling to fill them. I I, I registered for another match this weekend in, in Utue, which is near Gatineau. And that also and that's supposed to be a good a good location and there it's not sold out either. I'm so really? jealous. I'm so jealous. <laughs> yeah, they're not they're not selling out. It's it's I don't know if it's hmm. all about passports or money at Christmas time or what, but it's like these matches are not selling out. So maybe everyone's selling their handguns or moving to a place that isn't going to bring <sighs> handguns. Yeah. No, I think that our group of people, um, there's a higher majority that don't actually have their vaccines. Then there's also, yeah, yeah. There are the people who are a little bit more concerned about COVID as well. And then there are also squatting smaller. And yeah, anyways. And then people crossing borders and, and it's Montreal too. So. So bar matches, yeah. So yeah, no, I'm noticing it that that they're not they're not uh, they're not selling out. So mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so those and I mean it's uh, it's I don't want to knock it because it is my home club and I just didn't care for the four person squad and maybe I'm being a suck about it and I wasn't happy that I kind of lost it but you know the Italian in me comes out once in a while. I'm pretty mild mannered but once in a while I get <laughs> You're like Bruce hasn't happened on the show yet. We're gonna we're gonna find no. something to get. Yeah, you guys are nice kid. to me generally. So find Mo's <laughs> go button. Go back. Except except Kelly always telling me to move, so I'm always trying to move now. <laughs> At the end of the show, I'm always exhausted because I'm like trying to move. So. <laughs> Uh, okay, so yeah, those are my yeah. matches. I signed up for another one in Quebec this weekend, uh, which should be good. Uh, I bought a trigger on a Boxing Day from uh, Red Deer, Red Deer Shooting Center Club. Center? Yeah, which yeah, one did you get? Yeah. Uh, so it's the uh, it's a Timney trigger. Trigger. It's uh, called the Atlas. It's a like a Glock trigger, competition yeah. Glock trigger. So. Um, it should be coming next week because it takes about six months to come from Alberta to Quebec. So, <laughs> well, it's going to another country. So, yeah, <laughs> it's got to get relabeled yeah. with uh, language uh, added to uh, it on the way in and yeah, translation. So, I'll hopefully be able to show. Yeah, it's supposed to come next Wednesday. So, hopefully, I'll be able to show it on, on the show next Thursday. And uh, anything else for me? I did some live fire practice, which I hadn't done in a while because I had made some extra ammo. And I also wanted to practice like shooting without the optic. So, and I'm going to be doing that again. I'm not giving up. So, I'm going to be doing that again. So, you're going to continue classic? Uh, uh, production. Without, oh, you're production doing production? Without, yeah, oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Why didn't I say classic? I don't know. Because Mo's a classic. <laughs> I'm a classic <laughs> fellow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going back au natural, back, back to au production. Natural? So, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, well, you're not using men in your beard, so you're good. <laughs> Should I be? No. Was that a, was that a, the way was that a hit? Was that a hit? Kelly? No. <laughs> we love you just the way you are. Are you going to make me mad? I don't want to be mad tonight. I wanted to come on here happy. So. <laughs> we'll find out. Yeah. <laughs> There's still lots of show to go. All right. Yeah. Um, I'd love to see it though. It's kind of like Bruce Banner and uh, okay. you know the well, Hulk. Maybe towards the end of the show then. Okay. How about you, Kyle? <laughs> Sweet nothing. I, <laughs> I I didn't get a chance to do anything. I 
still don't have wood in for the range. Oh. I spent the weekend studying and doing a online course not uh not gun related so <laughs> yeah that it's just a short one for me this week because there's there was nothing I, I didn't buy anything for black friday and yeah so okay that was short and sweet cool yeah well you wanted it short and sweet so there you go <laughs> i know i prepped everybody short and sweet guys very short and sweet um, how do you feel about four person squads <laughs> <laughs> uh i if you have to reset, I think it's stupid. Okay. As a master director, hard. well, I'm not going to go there. I think yeah. four-person squads resetting is stupid. I, I, or three gun. I think ideally, you need like ten people to a squad, or five, Maybe. five, a reset and a, yeah. and a shoot squad. Yeah, work squad. Yeah. Oh yeah, if you're squad. just shooting four or five. Yeah, okay, yeah, it's moving along really fast. You don't really have your downtime. Mm -hmm. uh, but your your comment about not going to matches for the social side of it, that, to me, that that's like one of the main purposes because if you break it down, the amount of time you actually spend shooting during a match is less than 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah no, I'm, so I'm not, I'm the saying rest I'm not going is, there just to talk to people. Mm -hmm. No, I'm saying that, but during the shooting time, I like I want a little bit more time to... Yeah, think about it. Digest and actually yeah. watch. Digest, the thank you. Yeah. I want to savor. I want to savor my stages. You know. Yeah. I don't want to just scarf down a whopper and then and <laughs> be on my way. So. Mm, that's that's uh, that Delta whopper. Mike, no shoot. <laughs> love it. It's, it's divine. <laughs> so Jarrett wants you to get an open gun. You already got an open no. gun. No, I don't have an open gun. I thought you did. No, no, no. They look too complicated. Break on one of your guns. <laughs> I didn't bring my. I didn't put out my open gun tonight. Darn. No, I don't have an open gun. <laughs> Although I, it's tough for me to compete with my open gun because it's in uh, four hundred Corbon. Go find. Go to a store and try and find that ammo. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I have yeah. the dies for it, but even finding brass, I got uh, resize forty five or keep all my brass. <laughs> You're the you're the guy in between each shooter, like picking brass. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I need that. I need that. Get off the, start matching, Kyle. <laughs> you're, you're, the one that's, you're the one that's coloring your brass. Yeah. 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 Shot. yeah. Yeah. Just powder coat all my brass. <laughs> Actually, that's not a bad idea. Mm. Okay. Easy. A lot uh, of effort. Yeah. Uh, as for my, as uh, are you done, Kyle? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was he was done five minutes ago. <laughs> done before. I, um, I got so I ordered that IBI barrel like on the show uh, last week. Uh, I knew you two fifty. <laughs> what was this? Half off Gucci barrel? Mm, yeah, mm -mm. and they're yeah, good quality. Mm -hmm. Like serious good quality. It was too good to pass up. Yeah, I had a good quality barrel, but now I have two, and one's in three hundred eight, and one's in six five. So did you get it yet? Welcome in and out. Nope, nope, haven't got it yet. I'm not sure if you'll get it in the next little bit. I don't know either because I I didn't get any emails or anything like that. Well, they're not actually able to get into the business because they're in Abbotsford. That's why. Oh, I was like, I was like, man, it's slow right now. I was like, oh yeah, they're underwater. If it's not like one week getting flooded, this from one atmospheric river, it's uh, it's another one that they're okay. That makes sense. Thank. Okay, good. Because I was, I was actually just looking through my email today. I'm like, oh, I haven't shipped anything weird. I don't yeah, know. Ryan I'm sent it a, underwater. A, yeah, he sent it a couple of emails saying, or not emails, messages saying, yeah, it's we're we're trying. We're just not being mm -hmm. able to get in there, but mm -hmm. we'll get in there soon. Everybody, yeah. hang on. Cool. Okay. Well, I bought that, and then I've been like watching the black friday sales watching for like is there anything interesting there's that savage axis i've already got two and i was like oh should i buy another one i don't need one but i want one and i didn't get it i'm, I'm glad i did instead i got some other stuff oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I still couldn't uh i still couldn't resist the call um these issc's oh they've, they've now uh i had one of the other versions that was 650 uh a different version previous to this um, the reliability was not great unless you're like real rammy with it, then it was fine. Um, that was 650. This one's 500. They had this on sale for 250. Oh, so my. I bought one of those. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Two fifty. Yeah. Okay, I can mm-hmm. understand. Nice. Had to. Had to. How, how could you resist? Yeah. And there's people like, oh, they're running into some reliability problems. But I've got a Dremel, so reliability problems <laughs> are uh, are just a matter of time and tinkering for me. And it's two hundred fifty uh, bucks. <laughs> yes. And at two hundred fifty dollars, I am okay working with uh, working with something that needs some uh, some tweaking. Uh, and then I was, I was, so I'm buying something from Cabela's. Might as well look at what else they got. And I find something else that they had. So they had the Savage A22s. Uh, is this the right one? Yes. With the 10 round mag and the 25 round mag and a scope. And they had it for 320 or something like that, 329. So I added one of those to the order too. Again, Did you get some extra mags? A 10 rounder and a 25 rounder. How many more do you need? Ones that work. Once that work. <laughs> That's always good. <laughs> well, Kelly, I don't know if you know this about me, but I tend to buy and sell guns uh, quite frequently. So uh, long-term planning is not something I really need to do. <laughs> That's true. Because uh, <laughs> typically, like, and uh, I'll be just straight up with this, I will buy stuff on sale, I'll wait a couple of months, and I'll turn around and I'll sell it for more than I pay for profit. it. And you don't fall in love. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I don't, I don't like to use the profit word because then the government might be like, well, you're making money at this. And now, you know, <laughs> yeah, actually, red flag, red flag. <laughs> no, no, at inflation I didn't rates? like it. I, I, I shot it once or twice. I didn't really like it. And I'm yeah. selling it to get another one. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. And well, uh, some I of my just, buddies had got the, the 10% off gift cards at Cabela's. I kind of oh. wish I had done that because that oh. would have been on top of this. Mm. Mm. <clears throat> mm-hmm. mm. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I got those two. <clears throat> um, they might get here for, they said they're going to get here for Monday. They just, okay. I just got the shipping notice. It's coming from Calgary, DHL. I might get it tomorrow. Yeah. Maybe. Fingers crossed. That'd be cool. You'll have them for next week. Yes. Yeah. For sure. Okay. You're trying so, to mention something about. Jason. I, I was gonna I posted a little earlier. Uh Jason Sterling said that uh uh he got a Wrangler uh for two forty nine at Cabela's. How much did you pay for that Wrangler? We talked about one last week actually. Less. Less. It was two two forty nine is still good. Yeah, it's still a good price. Yeah. Can we two twenty nine, two thirty nine? I don't know. Yep. Who cares about ten bucks? I do. But uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a buddy of mine was asking me about the uh, the BX triggers and, and Cabell's had them for one twenty nine or something like that. I'm like, they get they go lower. Wait, wait, they'll go to ninety nine. He's like, it's thirty bucks. I'm like, yeah, you can get it for ninety nine. <laughs> Just scrimping on like ten bucks here, twenty bucks there, in the long run, it doesn't matter. Um, um people are wondering what the transfer times are like. I don't know. For our pal, yeah, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, my our pal transfers the uh, earlier were uh, like a couple months ago were pretty quick, and I transferred a lot. Like they should have red flagged my account and be like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" But no, eh, it was quick. Uh, I wrote an article on. Uh, whoops, that's uh, Mo, that's Mo there. Um, I wrote an article on getting started with hunting. Um, so there's actually a topic that's like come up multiple times this year specifically. I've been talking with a couple of people. I took uh, you know a, a listener out. Uh, well, I wouldn't take him out. I went with him uh, out hunting, and uh, it's just been on my mind. So I, I decided to uh, to write the article first and then record the video. So I'm just working on editing the video right now. But uh, if you're interested in learning on how to get started with hunting, specifically, more specifically, I guess uh, um, if you're in Alberta and if you're like into guns and now you want to get into hunting. Yeah. I wrote some uh, some some stuff about that. It was a good article. I shared it around. No, thank I even you. posted. Yeah, I, think it, I, I think I've even posted it on the Slamfire page. Hmm. Hmm. Maybe it's a good idea. Hmm. I wish I wish I would have thought of that. <laughs> Just like crank this stuff out there and throw it out in the world. I'm like, ah, I'm done. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, we're having our three gun uh, AGM. Uh, for Chaz uh, coming up here pretty quick. So it's like all the volunteers get together and we try to figure out what we're going to do for next year. Uh, this year we did like subcommittees on different things. I was on the rules committee and we're just kind of like going through the rules there. I was asking Kyle some stuff about UML rules and that kind of thing a little bit earlier here uh, because we're uh, yeah looking at just updating them, getting them in line with something else. So we're looking at uh, USPSA uh, multi-gun rules and uh, and our rule set and like we'll be required to bring either of them up to speed and uh, um 
I guess like add some clarity where it's where it's necessary. Like the cool thing about USPSA is that it's it's got all like all the rules in there. The downside is it's got like all the rules. All the rules. It's got, it's got <laughs> yeah. stuff that you just don't need. Like there's all sorts of bureaucracy layered on it, and it just yeah. makes me like not want to think about it. But you mean there's like, controversy at matches? Well, there's arbitration, <laughs> and there's there's calibration, and there's this like hierarchy of range people and it's like i don't know like uh, I, there there is a place for that like for complete competitive equity like absolutely yeah. for uh let's just get it done and like let's let's have a, a match like I go have fun? The, the ro said this i don't agree with that okay you can talk to the match director you yeah. talk to them and then and that's it right and i i don't know so we'll, we'll we'll probably do some sort of like i don't know what we're gonna do with our rules but um I'm glad that we're looking at them because there's been a couple of things where it's like they're not really they're they're not up to snuff and or they've just been like outdated and, and they need to they need to get back up to speed. They need to be okay. You have um, increasing some penalties. I don't want to increase the penalties. I like the like the, the right right now. Uh, a single hit on target is two and a half seconds for us. Of uh, miss on targets five seconds and a fail to engage is ten. Um, if we increase the penalties on that. People will shoot more slowly and deliberately, which means that stage times will go down, round count will go down, and the, the, it'll take longer to shoot through the day. I kind of like small penalties. I, I was thinking more specifically on like your aerial clays. The fact yeah, well, right now they're two and a half right now, right? Yeah, so they basically your aerial is basically nothing. You know, in, in my, um, like, and that, I've that, noticed that, that change, right? We yeah. we had those as twenty seconds at some point in the past. The problem there is like you get a clay in the air, you're like, oh, I forgot to reload my shotgun. Well, your match is over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you didn't yeah. shoot well, that bird in the sky. Your match is over. You suck. I'm saying <laughs> middle ground, like maybe not twenty seconds, but like five or ten. Yeah, I don't know what. We're, well, I, don't, I, don't, I know if, for me, like the two and a half seconds just doesn't it's not enough to make a difference. Like, it's not even worth taking a second shot. If you, if you notice you miss your first shot, it's not worth taking the second shot. It seems sometimes it is though. You, you, well, like how long does it take you to put a shell in the shotgun? I bet you, you can do eight in like what? Four seconds to do a, uh, two quad loads. Yeah. Probably both four or five yeah. seconds. Yeah. So Less can, than a can, second for a uh, stage saver. The, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. You can put that. You can put a shell in the sh- in the shotgun in half a second. So it is worth like at two and a half. It's still worth taking two shots. But it it's also worth um, if you've got an array of like three of them, light them all up, get all those birds in the air, yeah. and yeah. run right. I kind of like that. Yeah, <laughs> I kind of I kind of like that way of shooting. Not like a real careful. Yeah. You know, I kind of want to encourage people to to go fast. But it's it's about what the group wants and uh, and what's right for us. So, uh, anyways, we're, <laughs> we're we're looking at those right now. How many matches do you do per year there? Uh, oh, March till December. We do like, so it's uh, mo- monthly. 10? 10, maybe? Yeah, monthly. Oh, yeah. so it's a mo- Okay, so monthly from March to December. Cool. Yeah, yeah. With one big one in June, typically, or this year we did it differently because of the Rona. Uh, cool. And then I mailed some, mailed some stuff today. Um, I mailed the uh, Dremel to our lucky winner, Joel. And I also ma- mailed some uh, some meat, and I mailed some slings. One or two slings are on the way to Kelly. Sweet. Mailed Did it get a sandwich too? Uh, there might be something in there. <laughs> be, be something in there. Mm-hmm. I might not want to open it. <laughs> <laughs> Just open it with your dogs nearby. We'll save that. Okay. Well, yeah. yeah. No, I can't afford the vet bills. Jason certainly wants to know. Why don't we address this? Uh, so he says it might be a little off topic, but wondering the legality of a 10 round LAR mag loaded with five rounds and a Mossberg MVP bolt action thoughts. Yeah. The guys that, well, some of the guys at three gun don't have a semi automatic rifle anymore and they run like a, a Mossberg MVP or the, uh, what's the other Ruger. What's the Ruger that takes the, those mags. Oh, <laughs> It's not an uh, American. Anyways, uh, yes, you can. Uh, now he's saying yeah. as it applies to he, hunting. Uh, I believe is Jason in Alberta. Jason's I was gonna say in, in Alberta. No, he's in Ontario. Okay, oh, I don't know on Ontario you guys rules. In Alberta, you have um, bolt, bolt action you, doesn't matter. Bolt action doesn't matter. Semi-auto five rounds for a big mm-hmm. game. 
you can't run a 10 round mag for big game in with a semi-auto in alberta so you have to block it just i've, I've thought about this no, it's bolt, I was, I was bolt action running. anyways yeah yeah bolt action doesn't matter yeah yeah i can't imagine it matters in ontario either because like you think of like what do people what did people usually hunt with about 50 years ago 303 lee enfields okay well 10 round mag so like they're they're not going to bother making those guys block that stuff off no i would say if your province does have a maximum amount of rounds in the gun you're gonna have to block it like uh for one example our shotguns for waterfowl we're only allowed three rounds in there and you have to have it doweled it's they it's not look at it and you only have three rounds it has to be doweled to only hold two in the tube and one in the chamber yeah, yeah. that could it's be like a temporary here. block yeah. though right it could just be like yeah. A pencil yeah. or something like that in there. Yeah. 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 Uh, and that's it for me. So let's want to move on to upcoming events. Upcoming Yay. events is sponsored by Telos Alpha. Telos Alpha is a Canadian digital agency that works exclusively in the firearms vertical. They help with business processes, strategic planning, websites, e-commerce, and battling the stigma the industry carries with banks, merchant processors, and social media. Learn more at telosalpha.com. Mm -hmm. Gunny Girl calendar signings. Uh, they're going to be... Do you want to take this, Kelly? Tell me. Okay, so we have some happening in Alberta and in Ontario. So I'll talk about the ones in Ontario. Everything's happening on December 11th. Uh, there's specific reasons why. It's easy to keep track of. Um, but not only that, we can round up the ladies and get uh, a couple of done at, uh, once or on one day. Uh, anyways, so December 11th happening at Range 519 Select Shooting Supplies. Uh, the, the same location uh, in Cambridge, Ontario from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. You can go there and you can either pick up a calendar from them because they have their own supplies that they're going to be selling or you can order it online or you can actually um, we might have some we're bringing some. I have some sitting here beside me that I'm going to be bringing to the signings as well. Um, so we do have a few available for the signings. So. Uh, the calendar itself, just wanted you guys to, can you see this? So this is a calendar. Yes. All right. So um, it's $25 this year. All the money goes right directly back into the program because our sponsors sponsored the production of the calendar. So just to let you know, not only do you get a calendar, you also get this year for the first time you get this. So you get a poster, a pull-up poster that you can put on your wall. Awesome. With extra pictures and extra gunny girls. And the calendar itself is all of them are you have a unique code on the back of them. And you go to the website starting January 1st, by the way, because we still are in 2021 and we have to take care of that. So and January 1st, go to the website and then you can register your calendar and then you get to win all kinds of cool prizes, including guns. So go and register it. So you're going to have uh, great photos. And by the way, I checked all the dates personally. They're all there and they're all correct. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, for June, you got, <laughs> June, you got Lisa. Anyways, she's Guess cute as a button. She's from Alberta. Um, May, May, you got uh, Dana. Now, this is a really hard photo for us to pick. Dana was also the lady that was in the swamp or the pond picture. And she had my PGW uh, M15, but we didn't pick her picture. Uh, we actually picked the picture. We picked the picture of her on um, on the bike. Uh, range 519, Miss January. That's D. Um, anyways. Come and see these ladies. Most of the ladies are going to be at the calendar signings. Uh, this is July. This is Christina. Anyways. Um, and then a couple of them are together. So this is Amanda and uh, also Barb. So, yeah. Come on out. Uh, okay. So that's Range 9, 519, Select Shooting Supplies, Cambridge, uh, on the 11th of December from 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Then we're going to head over to London, so going to Bullseyes North in London, Ontario. We're going to be there from 2 to 4. So you can, as I said, get the latest to sign your calendars if you've already ordered them. By the way, they're over. They're about 65 70% sold out. Nice. Uh, in Alberta, on the exact same day, so De December 11th, Calgary Shooting uh, Center, 
uh, in Calgary, Alberta, obviously, uh, from uh, 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. You're going to have a few ladies there as well to sign. Same deal. Either order your calendar and uh, bring it, or we're going to have calendars there for you to buy. And then same day, December 11th, go on over to the Shooting Edge, which is also in Calgary, and it's from 2 to 4. They'll be there to sign. So, yeah, that's it. Neat. Yeah. All right, let's get into the news. First bit of news, Kitchener Man 90 had 325 firearms in the house. You guys read that? That's it? Yeah. So I think it's a a lifelong dream. Like this guy made it. Yeah. (laughs) So first of all, he's 90 years old. Mm -hmm. Okay. So... And like when you get to that age, if you got like 300 guns, you should probably like start willing them out. <laughs> like, you know how, like, I don't know if, if your guys' parents are at the age where they start doing this, but they start like sending stuff with you. Like, hey, you know, you, you need a crock pot. You need like a yeah. crock pot from the 60s. Here you go. <laughs> you're like, oh, stuff, yeah, right? thanks. Great. And you throw it in the garbage and then you never use it again. Like, <laughs> I think that's like, if you got 325 guns, you should probably start doing that. Uh, yeah. Well before the time. So, so did you read what happened? Yeah. yeah. Poor man. He had a medical emergency. It like fall, he's fallen and help. I can't get up. So the, so the uh, paramedics responded. The police came. They saw a firearm. Okay, he's ninety years old, and I think rural. So I think here's my summation. This is an older gentleman. He was somebody who was one of those people that didn't maybe think that he really needed a license because it said he was not a licensed firearm owner. So he had something against a rifle, maybe for predator or whatever. Uh, uh, no, it says uh, the thought... guns were not non-restricted and legally possessed by the ninety-year-old or his son, but some of them were full auto. Yeah, right. But I think he's ninety years old. He acquired some firearms and just before yeah. the before before the ban, and this never yeah. did anything with that. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah. Like I go to these, I go to these fire. I so I, I go to whatever so i'm like i was at the i don't know lindsay turkey fair and we had a ccfr booth and i had a gentleman who must have been 85 if he was yeah he was probably 85 and he came up to me and he said i don't have a license and he says but i should be able to keep my firearm and have it out and so i can you know shoot coyotes if i need to to protect my and i'm going well first of all I'm going to recommend that you get a license because if something happens, <laughs> Sounds like a lot I, of opinion here. <laughs> and, but but his thought was that we should never have pistols there, the uh, you know abomination mm. and all that. I'm going well. Oh, there's a, I'm going okay, but here's what I recommend: get your license in case something does happen <laughs> to you, because I don't want to see something happen to you. And I think that's kind of what I was thinking with respect to uh, this 90 year old. And he had he the probably same would have had to like register some restrictions that he had. For a long time, no, yeah. they've always been re- registered here. Though um, the full autos probably need to be like registered or something like that at yeah. some point. So the interesting part of that article was his son. So if he's ninety years old, I'm assuming the son is probably seventy-ish or maybe sixty-five-ish. Yeah. Right? That's, That's pretty impressive as well with age wise should be willing those gun like this should this should have jumped like <laughs> twice already <laughs> yeah but the son decided that he would take the blame for some of the firearms even though he's not able to possess them wasn't that the gist of the article uh they they the cops sees a whole pile of them and they just kept a couple as, as far i think that's why i saw somewhere in there yeah the son agreed to a three-year weapons ban. A handful of the firearms with sentimental value will be transferred to his brother, who has a firearms license. The rest will be forfeited. That's a lot. That's a stupid move. That's that's a move that someone makes while talking to a lawyer. Should have talked to a lawyer mm-hmm. first. 325 firearms. That's potentially, oh, I don't know, 200, 300 grand. Like I would have uh, I would have talked to a lawyer to see how to extract that value and not just hand them over to the cops to run them over with a steamroller. But they're 90-year-old men who are charged with firearms hand over the, yeah like they're 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 not gonna go to jail or anything like that hand over that money to your kids or grandkids or something like that I, I didn't see the story how did they come to find out that this guy the had, had, these guns? The guy he had a fell. medical emergency he had a medical emergency had, oh because it was like propped up in his living room or something like that yeah 
Maybe he was clean. So there was never so maybe... a, a threat to society, a risk to society. Like, no, but still no. then, no, that's nonsense. Then, no. Anyhow, interesting <laughs> idea. Uh, this one I'm confused by. Uh, right. The RCMP confirmed all yeah. 22 victims of 2020. So the, the Wartman shooting in, in Nova Scotia were firearm related homicides. Why is that important now to know? Well, how does it change? What happened? They, they, they said they, they said that they weren't. Nine. Yeah. They, no, no, I know. I get that part. part, but does it make it worse now that they were all shot and killed versus if half of them died in a fire and half of them were I shot and killed? Think like, because of the optics. Because what happened was immediately after the OIC was introduced, and there was about optics that it makes it more of a mass killing with a gun, uh, a twenty-two versus. Uh, thirteen or nine, like what's the? What's but they the should have they should have done that back then. Like, how long does it take to do an autopsy? A week, two weeks. Uh, well, they had to do a, 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 a bunch of uh, of work here. Okay, two weeks. This this news would have been known. Okay, examine some bodies. Uh, we see signs of uh, gunshot wounds on all of them. Okay, uh, this news could have come out uh, a year and a half ago. Yeah, it would have yeah. been it would have been more strategic for it to come out uh, a year and a half ago. It's very odd for it to come out now that it's like they're all shot, isn't it? Yeah, I, I don't yeah. understand. That's why I didn't get why this story needed to come out now. And then why well, don't this, we? Like there, there was no like the police didn't say it before. They they mm -hmm. said before, uh, whatever. Nine of the people died from fire, not from shooting. Yeah. So this is like this is a a change in story from the from the cops. And then how come they never acted on the fact that he, he they were made aware of him having illegal guns and having record and all that stuff. Yeah. But, well, but like after the fact buried. is odd. Yeah. Isn't that, yeah, a, that is, isn't that a key, a key piece of the story, right? If we're supposed to have red flag laws, but then they don't actually do anything when there's actually a, 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 a real credible. danger, a credible. Yeah. 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 Credible. That's, fact. that's my problem with it. It's like, yeah. you know, and that's just going to get swept under the rug. Yeah, they can gun down a, a gunsmith who had no reason, you know, was absolutely no threat, and then we don't hear anything about that either. So they're going to be offering the families. I heard this today. Uh, they're going to be offering their families a settlement um, with a non-disclosure that they have to sign. I don't think. That Whoa! They yeah. Hmm. Mm. Interesting. No. Great for the families. Uh, terrible for justice because yep. uh, that's horrible. Uh, money's, yeah. money's, our money just makes it go away. Yeah, mm. Mm -hmm. our taxes are used to hush them so that they don't, you know, they don't take it any further. Oh, that's that's nice. No, they should have full. Dis it's an investigation. They should be able to disclose all information and not have a non-disclosure. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. That interesting. is very mm -hmm. interesting. Well. Uh, some more good news for the, to back the blue <laughs> Toronto police who shot round gunsmith won't talk to SIU. Yeah, yeah, I saw that too. And that, that's what got me going because it's like, okay, so you just go in and, and kill somebody who wasn't a threat. They and I know, yes, I don't have all the facts, but, I talk to him. but everything you hear is that this guy was absolutely no threat. He was literally working on a customer's gun when they went in there, guns ablazing. Literally. Oh, we don't know. Maybe something happened uh, in in the moment. Uh, you know, uh, that would be a great thing to mention to uh, SI. What happened in the moment? Hey, he yeah. was holding a gun while he was repairing it. He pointed at me and say, "Die pigs!" And he did something like, or or, or something. <laughs> no, I am not saying the cops not saying anything. Okay, so Seems I'll like give you. I'll give you an example. Ago? I'm uh, all fired up today. Sorry. So I drive fire. <laughs> You're in real. My, real. I, I drive fire out. in my Let's living go. room in my dining room. Okay, most mornings which is near my front door. So I'm holding a pistol, which of course is unloaded and safe, but it's in my hand pointing forward. And if my somebody broke down my front door, don't you think I would turn around with that pistol in my hand? I hope and not. am I going to, am I going to, the cops broke <laughs> well, in you... at the wrong time. You're toast. Yeah. yeah. They, they would see me Absolutely. holding a gun and I'm going to get gunned down, even though I'm yeah. no, and I, I know I'm exaggerating like this would very, very unlikely to happen, but it's possible. It is possible. Yeah. yeah. And I think for a lot of you, like you practice with a gun in your hand or you're working, you're dremeling your guns. Somebody breaks into your house. You have a gun in your hand. It's, it's normal, right? Yeah. Well, well it, and a, yes, it was no a gunsmith and it should have been, and it was a no knock. So here's the deal. I think that, and again, this is me surmising. 
I think that he was told by his representatives not to talk to anybody. Don't say a freaking word. And he's holding Probably. to it. Yeah. And I mean, the like, SIU, legally, he will be, he yeah. will be ordered to do it and he will put under, um, paid basically leave. paid leave. He'll, he'll have, he's already up paid leave, yeah. but he will be uh court ordered to talk to SIU. Yeah, but right I now mean, I'm assuming that they're telling him, don't talk to anybody. Don't say a damn word about anything. It's kind of funny yeah. that like, it was, it was a month ago and they're like, yeah. Hey, well, no, no. What happened, what happened last month? More, they still got more work to do to the story. And, that's... Yeah, and 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 the family had a like at the press conference on the lawn. And if they hadn't done that, there would really be no no talk about it. It was really it wasn't reported by many major like news source, uh, sources, right? No. So, yep. Yeah. All right, see you, yeah. Paul. Let's see that one get swept under the rug. Okay, well. this one just befuddles me. <laughs> Baldwin said what he didn't pull the trigger. The <laughs> I added the, added the little revolver. bit The immaculate. Uh, <laughs> uh, so it's a single, single action revolver. He said he didn't pull the trigger. So I was commenting. Maybe it was like a ghost Patrick Swayze. Like, yeah. And wrote uh, someone, someone on YouTube had commented about our, our tasteless joking around this person's death. Yeah. And uh, I, I said to that person, "Yeah, I saw that. I, I will continue to make tasteless jokes because <laughs> yeah, they're that. coming." Yeah, they will so not stop. He so pulled the trigger. Yeah, of pulled course the, he did. It's this a is single the action. The hammer's got to be caught. Yeah, and then there's a little bit more. There was an interview that just came out. Uh, there's so there uh, with the there was a prop master who was hired as well. I thought that there wasn't. So there's a prop master, and then there was uh, she was um, the armor said she wasn't even in. But mm-hmm. remember we're having Dustin on? Yep. So he was talking about yep. right? Rattle, rattle, rattle. She had picked them up and she had loaded it and she said that it she had care and control of it and then put it on set. But she didn't she heard a on a couple of them, but she didn't check the bullets. Are you anyways? That article was just wild to read. Like, yeah, it, they it saying to you guys. reloaded. Yeah. There was some Starline and most yeah. of mine blanks so the are Starline, who... but these full ones were also Starline. It's like, yeah. that is not how you check yeah. whether it's a loaded round or not. You don't check whether yeah. it's a pro- the, the proper dingly yeah. metal ball in there, not Starline, just because it's Starline, it's safe. Like, so brass that, manufacturer. That came from her dad. Her dad is the one that who is a prop master who is really well known, apparently. Uh, but he said that the, the people that were, they rented the guns from or supplied the guns with so, uh, normal practice, uh, they gave them some ammo and some of it was live fire and some of it was the dummy gun Probably. or dummy uh, rounds. And he thinks that they were mixed together. Hmm. Anyways, it's a convoluted story. Did you read that story? Yeah. Yeah. It was, it was, it was hard to follow. It was very hard to follow. Yeah. It was. And Alec didn't pull the trigger. Yeah. He so did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Of course he did. Like it's 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 one. He should just say, you know what? We hire all these people to make sure this is safe. Their fault. And and okay, great. Yeah, you shouldn't mm-hmm. point a gun at someone to pull the trigger. But you're you're an actor. That's your job. Your job is not to like do all this other stuff. Someone else is supposed to be babysitting you. Someone mm-hmm. else didn't babysit you. No. And she mm-hmm. said that she checked five rounds, and the sixth one she didn't check. Well, the sixth one's the one that. Anyways. Uh. Yeah. And as this is all revisionist history by this point now. Didn't check yeah. the six for like who knows? Like your your memory plays tricks on you, and it's it's hard to take any of this stuff yeah. as fact by now. Yeah. Just like if you're going to ask someone about the details of a shooting that happened like a month ago, kind of get very good. <laughs> I remember detail. everything. Let's get into the CCFR legal fund jo- donations. Uh, <laughs> you'll take these away. Sure, we're uh, laughing, but like it's it's a it's a silly. It's, it's a, a serious subject. A sad laugh. It's it a sad is, laugh. Yeah. It is yeah. a serious subject, but it's like hello, anyways. Ridiculous, absolutely ridiculous. ridiculous. The state of of where we're at right now. But with to, for Baldwin to say he didn't pull the trigger, he so did. Anyways, yeah. CCFR legal donations. We have one that's been listed: Shooters Choice Pro Shop and the Colby Shooting Club in Waterloo, Ontario. They came together and they raised five thousand dollars for the legal funds. So it's that's awesome. awesome. Yay. 
Uh, and that's it. So if you'd like to uh, help out the CCFR and also help out yourself, uh, go over to the CCFR website, become a member, go to the donate. You can actually hit that little button that says donate and that'll go to the legal funds for the OIC. Or you can send them an EMT at finance.firearmsrights.ca or you can go to their web store as well and buy all that stuff because it also helps finance them as well. Buy a calendar. Awesome. Let's get into new gun stuff. New gun stuff is sponsored by Bolt Action Coffee. Bolt Action Coffee uh, grinds up coffee. We're a, a brand ambassador for them. They make it in small batches. You can drink it and uh, get all wired on coffee. Go on over to boltactioncoffee.com and use discount code SLAMFIRE. Get a bunch of it and uh, get all wired up. Hey, Mo. I'm, in, I'm enjoying mine. I was going to ask. Yeah, I'm not the, not the the 11th hour. I, I opened up the other one. I got the scopes up, the light scopes one. Scopes up. Yeah, yeah, that's it's good. probably I'm my favorite. Yeah, yeah, I'm enjoying it. Yep. Okay. Nice. Uh, the first one, I don't know if I knew this or not. Maybe we sh- we even talked about it on the show. JAE Chassis. MDT bought them? They did something? Mm-hmm. I noticed that uh, on this website. Uh, it's really small. Let me see if I can zoom into it. Oh, it's not going to let me. Give me a big logo. It says <laughs> JAE by MDT. It's very small mm-hmm. there. Huh. Interesting. So does yeah. that mean that they got the design and they're making them in Canada? I think that's what it means. Very neat. Anyways, just a little tidbit. Uh, the other one here is Crusader Arms. This is a 9mm PCC uh, made by Spectre Limited. It looks like a 180 style rifle that's been made into 9mm. So similar like uh, TNA uh, uh, made something like this. <laughs> did you guys watch the YouTube video that the I intro did. on I it? <laughs> I love it. It's yeah. the, the guy on the horse. And I'm like, oh my God, this guy had better. Like, I want him to like pull out this nine millimeter carbine, like a sword. And sure enough, he didn't pull it out with a sword, but he pulled out a nine millimeter carbine. While riding his horse. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> this is like all the ridiculousness. I love it. <laughs> Uh, it's a nine millimeter carbine. It uh, features a couple of interesting things. It's right around uh, 1650. It's got a trigger tech trigger in it uh, from the factory. I'd imagine that's their PCC version. Yeah. Uh, M lock forehand. It's kind of like a bulky, spacey upper kind of a thing. Look going for it. Not getting charging handle. I like it. But one of the okay. one of the listeners commented about the price, and I think so too. Like, aren't most of the other ones in the thousand to thirteen hundred range? Mm. No, other yes. ones. What like TNA sells a conversion kit that you can get, uh, but it's like in terms of carb uh, carbines and stuff. Like, I you're talking about the Ruger mm. PC, right. PC, PC. Oh, the Ruger PC carbine is yeah. like seven hundred seven hundred bucks or like a thousand yeah. a thousand for the M lock version. Yep. Yeah, I think your FX9 FX9 is 13. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 1350, some of that. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Non-reciprocating charging handle. Interesting. I kind of prefer reciprocating charging handles. I like the ability to use them as a forward assist, which uh that was actually something I missed in the news. Uh Rittenhouse said he used his forward assist uh, when he and he had to. Yep. Hmm. Wouldn't need to use your forward assist if you had a reciprocating charging handle on your firearm. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, they're selling these um, as like a, a full rifle or as an add your own stock grip to trigger, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. <clears throat> it's got the the same like little paddle. Uh, why am I on the show notes? It's got the same little paddle like front on the uh, on, on the magazine uh, as the uh, as the TNA as well. Um, so it's like that, that's how you, you remove your mags on it. So yeah, interesting. Okay. I like that. There's more options in Canada. Yeah. Yep. I like options. Mm-hmm. Options are good. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Did we decide on a main topic? No, we didn't. No. <laughs> we didn't have a main topic. We were going to keep it short and sweet. Remember it's not meeting that short criteria. and sweet. No main topic. Got it. Oh, will just listening to me I'm snap gonna, a few times tonight. That I'm was it. Ram this thing through. <laughs> Finish it off. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Too graphic. <laughs> yeah, a bit. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's get on to listener feedback. 
Listener feedback is sponsored by Armory DC Gunsmith. Armory DC Gunsmith is a full-service gunsmith who specializes in firearms refinishing. He offers hot bluing, parkerizing, and Cerakote finishes, as well as wood refinishing uh, and uh, barrel ramming or something along that line. <laughs> uh, check out his online inv- inventory of new and used guns, firearms, accessories, optics, and more at dcgunsmith.ca. Sweet. Uh, <laughs> no new emails. I checked. Okay. And then on Facebook, we've seen there was some discussion around uh, Ontario, whether you could hunt it's with a 10 round mag or not, ten, or yeah. five. And I believe Brandon said in Ontario, the only capacity limits we have are five rounds for centerfire semi autos and three shells for migratory and upland. So, yes, um, sounds like you're good on that. Like on, on federally, you can shoot with a 10 round mag in a semi-auto so long as that 10 round mag is made for a pistol or like something else. Again, the limits are on the yeah. magazine, not on the intended use or, or actual use. It's what's the, it's what the magazine is designed for. That means that the manufacturer sets it. You don't, you can't just like, Oh, I'm, I'm going to use this mag mag in my uh, Mossberg. So I'm going to drill that rivet out. You can't do that. Uh, so no other emails or Facebook things. Uh, if you'd like to send us an email, send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Uh, or if you'd like to do like a Facebook review or something like that, go on Facebook, go on the Slamfire Facebook page. And there's like this little reviews thing off the side. Give us a weird review. We'll probably read it on air. We do that kind of thing. The weirder, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. We, we like yeah. weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Patreon supporters, uh, if you'd like to help support the show, head on over to patreon.com, search for Slamfire Radio, and uh, throw a little bit of cheddar us our way. And uh, we'll send you a patch or sticker or jerky, depending on the time of the year. And uh, it'll go in the mail. Sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> or a sandwich. Meets <laughs> by mail. Where we're at. Yep. Uh, Shout outs, Kelly? No. I know I have yes printed in there, but that's standard. It's go to so no i don't have any awesome Mo? Yep. uh remy the match director from the ra center because the match was actually sold out and he told me last minute about a spot that opened up and i'm glad i went and so thank you nice Good job. and it doesn't look like we have anyone else uh finally check us out on gunners of canada like us on facebook uh join the ccfr and we'll see you next week Wait See you next week. Bye. So if you have any comments or questions for the show, please send an email to slamfireradio at gmail.com. Now go grab a gun and shoot something. When the talking is over, it's time to get a gun.